As I sat there at my couch, as the sun appeared above the horizon, like a Mohajuddin sniper taking out a sweaty Soviet hunk, soaked in petrol, was his blood and my own sense of self-satisfaction. Another Nighthawk had his wings clipped. Another broken warrior behind bars in Solomon's mine prison. Another piece of street scum cleaned off the road like Bob Beatty's vomit. A night well spent. One for the good guys. One point for the good guys. Up on the scoreboard. Never thought like a violent intruder with a samurai sword and George Michael t-shirt entered my mind. Am I a cop? Am I a cop? I shot bolt upright. Am I? Am I a cop? The room spun like the whirlybird at Wobby's world with its ass blown off. Am I a cop? For years I'd stood on the line of the rebels and the suburban bushrangers, the tobacco terrorists. Yet now, I, the Box Hill North Albino sewer panther, was thin blue line keeping the streets gum from taking over his town. It was me. I was the Great Wall of China, keeping the Mongol bogan hordes out. I was the severed arm of the drummer from Def Leppard, the real-life self-elected highway corpse, the hopeless, dangerous buffoon, the heavy maiden angel, the anus prime of the toadstool transformers, a full-time sewerage eyes, a fake Mexican, an ego toad, Papa Reagan's Paranu Pag, an inhabitant on the banks of flowing brown peasant river, an arrogant sewer dweller, Ringwood Car City's assassin, the fence sitter, the stars and striped dandruff thick shake, the elegant hoodlum, man maggot, mild maddened man whore, racist rat think, an idiot on wheels of flesh stumps called legs. My razor blade mind was sharp now. Real sharp. Like a sharpened axe. I was a cop. And a priest. I was more a cop than any of those dingbats down at the station. Or the priests in the temples. Buzzbird! I barked across the bungalow to the sleeping and drooling unemployment statistic line on the floor. Get the blue and white paint. Time to paint Skeletor. Am I a cop? Am I a cop? So for a few years I've been doing the job the cops can't do. I've been wrestling shoplifters into submission. Ramming my car into drug houses, fighting homeboys and street vultures with my warped, warped sense of justice. I've been doing it all. The whole shebang. Sergeant Higgins and Millsy let us help him out. The Box Hill cop station had been inundated with a string of phone calls, reverse charge of course, about some brisky selling glue to children. So they had no capacity to patrol the streets and stop the trouble on the streets. That was back in the days as the neighbourhood watched children's patrols 
ages 8 to 13, armed with kitchen knives and meat cleavers, going out on what they called stabbing patrols. Any suspicious activity, license to stab. 8 to 13. I think it was barbaric, but the justification from the local council was what harm can an 8 to 13 year old do anyway? Stab wounds predicted at a depth of 1 to 2 inches, damaging only the flesh, the fat, and no threat at whatsoever to internal organs. That was the report. Fair enough. Mate, but the Jacks were getting so low on resources which ran parallel to Whitehorse Road. Every night I'd go out there on patrol with Wittishan, Cold Iron and Fuzzburg. We were on the work for the Dole program and they put us on something called Highway Emergency Patrol. So the three of us were out there, Wittishan, Cold Iron, Fuzzburg and me, sorry, four of us. And we were out, we had the shift from 11am to 11pm to 5am and we had a kind of cart which had warm muffins and tea and coffee and if there was a road accident our job was to wheel our cart onto the road and offer tea, coffee and snacks to anyone injured until the ambulance arrived and we had some terrible incidents with horrible car accidents and people trapped in the car I won't go into detail because it, it's very disturbing for me to even remember. But we would offer them in this nightmarish tangle of despair and flesh, at least we could offer them a hot tea or coffee or a muffin until ambulance and the fire brigade came with their jaws of life. And I'm very proud of what we did back then. And this was coming we called it our string of laneways. So the highway had three strings each way, which ran parallel. And each night I'd go out there and we'd help out as best we could, us and the gypsies. And we'd listen to Stevie Nicks to keep ourselves pumped up. And uh, we'd sell lollies and drugs to some of the passers-by. Uh, people who look like Ewoks or Chewbacca walkies talking to people hanging from trees or hanging themselves or whatever just to get knowledge of life and death there and that and unfolding everything we did so the other night we took into our own hands to go the distance and as we were doing the job the cops couldn't do we got our textile bitch fuzz bird to put together some cop uniforms for us totally out of wool in old carpets so we were already painted skeletal with white and blue house paint with a massive writing on the side saying cop car. This time we were going to look for 100% real and, and black uniforms so people would know we were subcontracting for the pigs. And we're out to destroy the souls, rip the crime out of their brains and steer them towards a life of good living and clean living. And we bumped in between the hours of 1am and 4am at the Solo petrol station. That was our jurisdiction. From the petrol pumps to the front counter, they said, to the ice uh, machines and over to the Brotherhood of St. Lauren Biggs. That was our jurisdiction. And the only weapon we had was World War I Vickers machine guns, which we'd fitted into Skeletor's gun turret, and a Lewis gun, which I held out the window. And we looked pretty amazing, really, like a leather regime nightmare, like a group of 
belligerent Mad Max rejects where we're about to do some real street justice. Well, the first night we busted some young stoner and slackers trying to break into H.E. Bria to smoke and break dance. When it was pretty clear there was a sign out the front saying smoking and break dancing not permitted. We were terrified that, that they would wet themselves, so we first lined their pants up with all cotton wool and uh, put in some hand towels around the shit area at the back in case they shit their pants. And we all patted them up first, and then we got our telephone books and bludgeons out and just went at them. Me and Coldine gave them a three or four hour screaming lecture and uh, followed by a two hour beating. And we had uh, the, some of the Salvation Army people there and first aid people in case there were any serious injuries. And so we kind of worked as a team. And now Fuzzburn, he was the most painful of all of them because he happened to jump in just at the right fake tank Wobbies World way. And at the end of the tirade, the sobbing teenagers faced a barrage of machine gun fire. Uh, we lined them up against the petrol pumps and we went across the road and uh, you know we just sort of mowed them down in front of the petrol pumps which would just sort of explode them all up and everything because they're little devil bastards and the, the rounds ended up taking out a remote control plane that Ivan the Liar was testing in a paddock so that was a bad thing but you can't make omelettes without breaking a few eggs can you? So I saw that I hadn't shot a passing UFO and let the young rascals run off. A bit burnt up, but having learned their lesson. And as I sat in Skeletor for another hour, pounding my own head in disappointment, saying, stupid cop, stupid, stupid cop, stupid cop. To make things worse, Sergeant Brinsky arrived and there were reports of heavy machine gun fire. <laughs> he just laughed after hearing about what happened and thanked me with a slab of ringwood bitter. Millsy showed his disappointment and said that we'd gone too far to take the SS uniforms off. I now knew how hard it was for the boys in blue to do their job. My folks execution, my folks execution had not only shot down a remote controlled Italian Latvian dream, and it also shattered the dreams of a bunch of winners. It was Father's Day 1991, unemployed, almost 40, and realising that the closest thing to a son I had was Jankel, I decided to unleash all of my fury on Fuzzburn. I started doing fake hostage scenarios with him, screaming at him in Box Hill dialect, in my shrunken SS uniform, almost showing my balls at the bottom, making him eat a smashed meat pies off the ground aka dead possums. Eventually the coppers would come, but Sergeant Brinsky and Sergeant Higgins would just laugh and do a massive burnout and shoot their revolvers into the sky and speed off. Those boys, they knew how to police. Millsy would usually turn a blind eye, but he wasn't the happy type, so everyone flip-sided it to the other 1,050% over that month. And we're in the real cop percentage-wise. Surprisingly, petrol bombing, machine gunning and nightmare running increased by 23,000% within the nocturnal village. We found that there was a correlation and we have successfully become 
a crime vacuum. My work was done. I am a cop. Peace, honour and comedy. St Bernard the Mac Daddy Copper Tone Giraffe.